What's up, world? <laughs> Welcome to a new episode of the Brand Janu Show. As you know, I am Brand Janu, and like always, podcast platforms is where you can find audio, Brand Janu Show, social media platforms, Brand Janu Show, YouTube channel, Brand Janu Show, man. I hope you guys have been enjoying the new episodes. I just recorded a new episode um, just a moment ago. So, hope you guys enjoy that when it comes out. Uh, and, uh, man, thank you for everybody that's been listening, man. I'm closing in on 300 episodes, so I don't know what I'm going to do for it. <laughs> I have no clue what I'm going to do, but uh, it's going to be something. I'm going to definitely do something. Uh, and I uh, hope you guys enjoy it when it does come out. But until then, man, this is Life of Times with music tonight. And tonight, I am doing an artist. I'm going to be talking about an artist, and I am looking forward to doing this. So hope you guys enjoy this. So... <clears throat> Hip-hop is celebrating 50 years uh, this year, right? And for all of the greatness that hip-hop has provided, man, and, and, and music music sense or cultural sense, um, street, um, street conversation, mainstream uh, change, Global success. Hip-hop has lasted the test of time. So shout out to everybody that started in New York in what, the 70s? Yeah, 70s. Shout out to y'all. And hip-hop has been around for so long. It done so many things. It's crazy to say. And... It's crazy to say and sit here and say that it's it took one particular artist to really put hip hop in a conversation of all genres of music. And again, when this episode comes out, I know you're gonna be mad and you're gonna go crazy. And you're gonna say that ain't true and da da da, and you might curse my curse me out. <laughs> But if it wasn't literally for this man, I think that hip-hop, it would have reached its heights. Of course it would have. Hip-hop is, is different than any genre of music out there. It breeds originality. It breeds um, pulse of what's next and what's trendy. It breeds... Um, now you say culture, but it breeds, you know, the ability to, to always evolve and grow, you know, and hip hop has always been there, but it, 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 it took an artist, man. It took one to just really bring that to the main, to the global stage. And that artist to me is Mr. Marshall Mathers, a.k.a. Eminem, a.k.a. Slim Shady. Like I said, you could disagree, and I and I understand why you would say it. But nobody has made a bigger impact with their music, their creativity, their lyrical ability, their production, and just flat out their appearance in the game than Eminem. 
I was born in 94, right? So 98 is when, like, I really got into music, kind of. I was, like, paying attention to it. And that was when I was, like, four. And I remember the first time seeing Eminem. I've said this numerous times. First time I ever saw Eminem, my name is. Like everybody, the first time we saw Eminem was that video. Let's be real. The first time we ever saw Eminem was my name video. My name is what? My name is Ikka Slim Shady. What? My name is who? My name is <laughs> like. And seeing that video at my age. And this is when you could get away with shit. I can't even say get away with shit because this this was this was just the nineties. This was the last pieces of pushing the envelope, but nobody's going to get mad at you. Nowadays, you can't even fucking touch the envelope and motherfuckers go crazy. So, and I tell people, I, I said this to anybody, man. These kids today could not have lived in the 90s, early two, late 90s, early 2000s. Man, you motherfuckers are fucking bursting flames. If, if the shit y'all had to listen to the shit you would hear from rappers and artists back in the late 90s, early 2000s, you motherfuckers were bursting flames. And Eminem was at the core of that. So <laughs> Eminem was literally at the front line of that. The man's first video, he is literally making fun of the president of the United States of America. <laughs> the first thing you see is him, like, like I think, playing like the Truman. Uh, I think Mr. Rogers, the Truman. Uh, Truman Show, you just, you know, and, and then it goes right to the Bill Clinton shit, and you're just laughing, like, what the fuck is this dude doing? And, and then I think he also makes fun of uh, Marilyn Manson in the video, <laughs> like, it was just, it was just a crazy-ass video, man. And then you see Dr. Dre in the video with him, and it just, it just unleashed, man. He, he, he took over. 98 was crazy. And you see that video, and then, you know, then the Guilty Conscious video where him and Dr. Dre comes out, and you're like, oh, shit. Like, this dude really got something. And then, you know, and then the Slim Shady, you know, LP comes out. I, I never bought the album, but... The craft that he had on it was was crazy, man. Eminem was one of those guys, man. And um, then he goes into the 2001 Chronic album where he helps Dr. Dre start Aftermath, which I talked about on the last episode I did for an artist, which, which, which was Dr. Dre. And I talked about how he discovered Eminem and brought Eminem into the game and how Eminem, you know, helped him, you know, pretty much. And Eminem, man, is one of those guys, you know, um, he could have rolled off the success, man. He had an easy time to get going. And a lot of people would sit and say, because he's a white boy, a white boy. That's why he got success so fast. It was the ability to make content the way he made it. That's what we were drawn to. There's a lot of people that get hate on Eminem, but if you actually listen to a lot of the rappers, they'll tell you, nah, Eminem was different. Like, Eminem's a different case. Like, that dude is fucking, 
incredible. And going into the 2000s, you're like, I don't know what M's going to do, but let's see. And then he drops um, the Marshall Mathers LP. And that's some of my favorite music. Uh, that's like some of my favorite Eminem songs. Like, Cleaning Out My Closet. Uh, no, I don't think Cleaning Out My Closet is on Marshall LP. I'm tripping. Uh, but The Way I Am is definitely on the Marshall Mathers LP. The Way I Am. Of course, you know, my favorite song, my, probably one of my top three favorite rap songs of all time, and that's Stan. Um, that is literally, like, top three, you know, yeah, that's like my top three favorite rap song of all time. God damn. Stan is literally my one of my favorite rap songs of all time. It might be one of my favorite songs of all time. Like, him taking a Dotto uh, song, which is actually very cheery if you actually listen to it. Like, it's not, it's not as, I don't know how the fuck he made that song that damn, like, somber and dark and twisted. Like, if you actually listen to the, the Dotto song, it has, like, an up-tempo beat, and it's, like, it's not all the way up-tempo, but it's it's kind of, like, bubbly a little bit and shit, and you're, like, how the fuck he made that? Uh, uh, it's a that. Like, how did he do that? And you hear his produ- his producing skills on that beat, the fucking pencil writing, man, and the background of the beat. You you hear him write a letter, like, you're, like, what the fuck, bro? That is no way in hell that man is possible to do that. And he did it. He did that shit, man. And Eminem, man, set the stage, man. Um, like I said, and that was his his first. I want to say some shady LP went diamond. I think it might have been the first, but I know Marshall Mathers LP went diamond. Eminem is the f- only rapper ever in the history of hip hop to have. I think three, four diamond albums. Might be four diamond albums, bro. I don't know if some shady LP is one, but I know Marshall Mathers is definitely one. And then you go into another year, and then he drops the Eminem show. And that does have Clean Out My Closet, but it also has Song for the Moment. And he has, uh. It, does he have, uh. Now, this looks like a time for me, so everybody just follow me, because you know we get a little controversy, but it feels so empty without me. It does have without me on there. Yeah. Song for the moment. Song for the moment. Holy shit, yeah, song for the moment. Which takes the, the Aerosmith. Song killed it. Superman, which is fire. Uh, I think he does have Clean Out My Closet on that one. Without me. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, Real Slim Shady, please stand up. Please stand up. Please stand. I think that was on a Mr. Mathers LP. Now I'm Slim Shady, yes, I'm the Slim Shady, all you other Slim Shadies are just imitating, so all the real Slim Shadies, please stand up, please stand up, please stand up, <laughs> yeah, holy shit, yup, <laughs> yeah, man, Eminem, man, 
musically, man. You can say whatever you want to say about the man. But here's the thing about why I, I, I fuck with Eminem. And I'm gonna be honest, this new music that he drops sometimes, I don't really, I don't really get into it. Um, I don't know, I just can't get into it sometimes. But you know, Eminem was part of my childhood. He was. Seeing the way I am video, him jumping out the window and free falling. You know, just talk about the industry and going through the shit. Cleaning out my closet, you know. I didn't understand the concept of the song when I was younger. I do now. <laughs> Mockingbird. When he dropped Mockingbird about his daughter, like, his daughter is like, that shit is touching, man. That shit is like, damn, it's like, damn, they about to have you in tears. Like, Toy Soldiers, when he talks about, it talks about, you know, Eminem's beef with Ja Rule, speaking of 50 Cent, him discovering 50 Cent, like 50 had been out there already, but for him to to truly believe in 50 and give him the energy to create a Get Rich or Die trying to become one of the greatest rap albums of all, the greatest rap debut albums of all time, probably is one of the greatest rap albums of all time. The man is that dude, man. And no matter how many times people try to make it seem like, ah, oh, he just ain't that no, that dude no more, you lying as a motherfucker. Like, come on, bro. Like, old Eminem will always be in my rotation. I don't give a shit what happens. Old Eminem will always get rotation, man. Like, I don't give a fuck what you're talking about. Even when he came back, from rec- when, he, when he had his relapse and everything, he had his drug overdose. When he came back, I like some songs off of Relapse. Beautiful is one of the best songs I've ever heard, you know. You know, um, crack a bottle with him, Fifty and Dre, fire song. If you actually listen to it, um, three a.m. I remember when that video came out. I was like, "Yo, this motherfucker's crazy." Um, even Recovery, man, when Recovery came out, and that is the album that really got Eminem back into the forefront of like hip hop. You know, love the way you lie with him and Rihanna, and then you had uh. No love with him and Wayne. Oh, that shit was great. Even when he did Forever with Drake and, and Wayne and Kanye. Like, Eminem's just that dude, man. If I had to explain, like, Eminem to, like, like really, I explained his first couple, like, the first times he, like, when he jumped on Preachers with people, it was just different, man. Like, his song with uh, DMX, Go to Sleep for the, um, Credit to the Grave uh, soundtrack, excuse me, um, to Dead Wrong with him and Biggie. Like, oh, my God, bro. His verse on Dead Wrong. I heard that song when I was eight. <laughs> I particularly, particularly heard dead wrong when I was eight years old. It's like on a, uh, might have been a, a, a CD that just, everybody just put on, and they just, that, this is Line Wire time, y'all remember, if you remember Line Wire, Line Wire time, so, they just giving me, they just had CDs, they were just making and just giving to people, so, um, we had mixed a, somebody had gave my brother a CD or something, and dead wrong was, I think, the last track on the CD. I played Biggie's verse, those two verses, loved it, and then M came on. And I was like, there, I was like, uh, 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 
I think he might be the best rapper I've ever heard. I was like, yo, what he said is seven different levels of devil worship of horses, heads, human sacrifices, cannibalism, candles, and exorcism, handle mammals and camels. And I, but I don't get any of that. I beat the habit. I just beat you to devil weapons. Each of the lesser, that's a, my weapons are each of the lesser motherfucking meat look fresh. I got a nine in my pocket. I'm lying. I got a nine in my pocket. And baby, I'm just dying. I can't go ready for war. I'm ready for war. I got machetes and swords for any. They said they were so heavy was yours. Yeah, you met me before. I just didn't have as hard. I just didn't have a largest arsenal as weapon before. As soon as you step in the door, I lay your head on the floor with bodies splattered on the blood spread. Red on the wall, red on the center, red on the floor. Dead in the heart. Red on the second, red on the third. This is dead on the fourth. I'm dead wrong. You hear that verse and you just like. I don't know what the fuck you want me to tell you. I'm not like, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you want me to tell you. You hear that verse and you're like, there's no way in hell that nigga rap like that. He killed that shit. I was like, holy shit. And then you hear Renegade with him and Hove. Like, oh, this is still a debate, by the way. This is still a debate. Nobody really could tell me a definitive answer on who had the better verses. Hove had two verses. M had two verses. Nobody can tell me who had the better verse. Who had the best verses on that song? Nobody can tell me. Nobody can tell me. And to be honest, I can't even tell you. I don't know who had the better verse on Renegade. I don't know. I don't know. I do. I would never want to answer that question, by the way. I hate that I'm going to have to pose that to y'all, but I would never want to answer that question because I do not know. I listen to Renegade a lot, and it's just like, Hove killed it. And then M came out of nowhere and just like, ah, fuck. Renegade is one of those songs where the best two artists literally got together and was just like, you want to rap? Yeah, I want to rap. You want to rap? I want to rap. Let's go. <laughs> it was like, like the best two rappers of all time was just like, looked at each other like, I want to rap. You want to rap? I want to rap. Let's rap. Like, it's like, what the fuck is this? It was, oh my God, Renegade. Never been afraid to say what's on my mind at any given time of day because I'm a renegade. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. But going into what I just said about even forever and no love and drop the world, like, he embraced the new generation of rappers. When M was gone for that brief period, Lil Wayne came into the game. Kanye West had came into the game. Drake was just starting. So to get that look from Eminem, of all people, to jump on a song with you, which is not on your debut album, is not on a mix. Well, it was on a mixtape, but it was the original with him, Wayne, and uh, Kid Kid. But for it to be out to the masses like it was and to have Eminem, Lil Wayne, and Kanye, and that's your first real introduction into the into the rap game, Drake couldn't have lost. Like, let's be real. Like, there's not that many times where you have a Eminem, Wayne, and Kanye all look at you and give you that verse, and you like lose at the end of the day. Like that shit don't happen. For him to embrace little Wayne and know that Wayne is right now the best rapper, so let me go fuck with this, and to jump on, you know, drop the world, and then you jump on, you know, um, and then he comes on no love, and y'all continue to show love to each other verse wise. And to watch them two actually do uh, the interview they did for Wayne's uh, Young Money Radio, and you know him and him him and them talk about like googling their own lyrics because they gotta Google their own lyrics, 
because they didn't say so much shit. That is something you don't even understand how crazy that is. To hear two of the greatest rappers to be like, yo, I got to Google my own fucking lyrics to make sure I ain't even said some shit. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> yo, to hear Eminem say, yo, that shit is crazy. I do that same shit. <laughs> I was like, wow. That's respect, man. That's respect, man. For him to, you know, like I said, bring in 50 and give G-Unit such a look and let G-Unit grow, it becomes something special. That's big. Eminem is in my top 10. Rappers of all time. It's, it, to me, I have two different lists. I have one where it's just a bunch of lyricists and then I have one that literally is about just impact, influence, and who just changed the game. And Eminem is definitely in that top five. Now, sometimes I flip-flop him sometimes because it's between him or Snoop. And people can hate on Snoop, and you can say whatever, but Snoop changed hip-hop. Like I said during the Dr. Dre episode, Snoop and Dre took hip-hop mainstream. Eminem took hip-hop global. And that is why I say in 50 years, there has never been a rapper that changed hip-hop the way fit, the way Eminem changed hip-hop. There hasn't. And I hate that people try to like act like, ah, nah, it would have been. I would say this. If Drake probably would have got started a little earlier, they probably would have hated on him like they do now. But maybe he would have found a way to still bridge into that situation. And that's about it. Like, there's not that many rappers that can literally say they would have made hip-hop global. That's not that many. I'm And I know people are going to sit there and sit and, and see this. It would have been like, oh, Pac would have done it. And Biggie would have done it. And Pac would have done it, but he had to go into, like, the acting world to really put hip-hop global, which he was doing. You can even say, you know, DMX. Same. DMX would have had to go 100% into an actor mode to bring hip-hop global. That's not that many people that physically just was a rapper. You can say whatever you want to say, but Eminem also never turned his back on hip-hop. Well, there's various artists that got hot because of hip-hop, especially white artists. Do I need to name the names? They got hot off of hip-hop, and as soon as they got the, the hip-hop stamp of approval, they left and went straight to the pop charts. Do I have to name names? I can do it. Post Malone, MGK. Jack Hollow. There's too many white rappers that got the stamp, Iggy, that got the stamp of approval from hip hop. As soon as they did, all right, I'm good. I'm by. I'm out. I'm gonna do my. I'm gonna do my shit. Eminem never did that. Eminem stayed hip hop. Don't get it twisted. Some of them pop songs. Well, he all had. He always got pop songs. You tell me, love the way you lie wasn't on both stations, urban and pop. Come on, man. Don't do that. The man is different. He never turned his back on hip-hop. He always shows love and respect to hip-hop. Man, the man the man literally put LL Cool J in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I've seen Eminem rap, uh, Rock the Bells, Bad, like all of that on TV. You can literally pull it up. Eminem love LL. So it's just like, 
I personally feel like we should do a hip hop and R&B Hall of Fame. We can have our conversations, but I think Eminem could be a first ballot hip hop Hall of Famer because the man is one of the greatest to ever do it. No matter how nowadays, like I said, I can't probably get into the music nowadays, but when he had his run, there is nobody that touched him lyrically, beats wise. Maybe Hove lyrically, maybe Hove with the beats. Impact, Hove wasn't there yet. Influence, Hove maybe. Yeah, Hove. That's about it. Do I have to explain Lose Yourself? But it dropped 8 Mile. 8 Mile was literally centered around him trying to become a rapper. He made, think about that. Eight Mile is literally centered around him just becoming a rapper. He made white people go to the movie theaters, pay their hard-earned money to go sit in the movie theater and watch him rap. Something he already does. <laughs> but how his humble beginnings started. Come on, man. And we all love Eight Mile. That's the crazy part. We all love Eight Mile. You telling me y'all don't want to do what he did to Papa Doc? <laughs> yeah, come on. Y'all telling me y'all don't want to do that to Papa Doc? A Papa Doc in y'all lives? Come on. Come on. All in all, man, Eminem is one of the greatest rappers of all time. I think we need to stop trying to pick, pick what we don't like about him. Uh, quote unquote, what we don't like about what certain rappers do that would be in his position, just because they're not him, we take it out on him, and we should. They're not MGK. Eminem's not MGK. He's not, you know, Macklemore. He's not Iggy. He's not Post. He stayed true to hip hop, and that's something a lot of people can't fucking say. I can't can even say black rappers can say that. Because as soon as you got pop famous, you dip too. So, yeah. Eminem is one of the greatest ever do it. And I think a lot of people that, like I said, you hate on it. But old Eminem will always be the greatest to ever do it. I can't talk about new. I can't, and I give y'all that. If y'all see this, and y'all see this, y'all gonna be like, well, you ain't talking about new. I'm not talking about new. I'm talking about old. Old Eminem, man, you're not touching him. And I dare somebody to try it. I dare. I dare. It's not coming. So thank you, Eminem, for the 50, for the, for the, the, the incredible achievements that you have given to hip-hop. I appreciate it. I really, really do. And with that being said, I am Brandon Janu. It's a lifetime of music. Peace.